Welcome to the Shift Happens podcast, where we explore the latest trends and insights in the digital workplace. From the role of AI in the workplace to the future of remote work, we cover it all. Tune in as we chat with industry leaders and experts. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started in the digital landscape, we've got you covered. Subscribe to Shift Happens wherever you listen to podcasts and stay ahead of the curve. Shift Happens Podcast. Hello, Shift Happens Podcast listeners. Welcome to Ask Ducks. This bi-weekly podcast segment is where I answer your questions about the modern workplace, digital transformation, Microsoft 365, and many more. Send me your question by posting a tweet with the hashtag AskDucks or send me an email at askducks at appoint.com. I'm joined by my awesome colleague, Kevin Joy, who's here to facilitate the discussion. So without further ado, let's get to this week's questions. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Shift Happens Ask Ducks. And today, I'm so excited to talk to Kevin about data residency and more importantly, why should I care? Why should you care? How's it going, Kevin? Doing great, Ducks. How are you? Fantastic. So data re- residency, that's like a, a loaded word right there, right? We hear about it all the time, especially in the context of Europe, but certainly applies to everybody too. We hear it a lot also here in North America. Uh, maybe let's get started with what is data residency? Absolutely. So then you know, you think about, um, I know where my things live in my office. I know where my computer is, my desk chair, my coworkers, but the, the actual data I work with on a daily basis, I might not know where that goes in the cloud. And certainly that ties into um, the geographic location as to where it's stored. So um, you know, we're talking about the storage of personal information within a particular region where the data is processed, and that's also in accordance with the laws of that uh, particular geographic destination. So, um, Ducks, why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, why is it important for folks to choose providers that support data residency and can give you that transparency into where your data lives? Um, certainly some companies, it means more to than others, but how big is that need and what are people trying to find out in regard to where their data lives? Yeah, I think, Kevin, you know, that's a fantastic point because in the past, right, prior to the cloud, this is very important, but oftentimes organizations pretty much take care and keep their own data, especially back in the days of on-premises. A lot of the providers, organizations themselves, uh, are responsible for the personal information they hold. But today with the cloud, really, we, in some cases, we don't know where the data is physically stored. Uh, there are a lot of concerns, especially by government organizations that this data may not be well protected and uh, how it's being used. General cybersecurity concern uh, about government requests, for example, there's been a lot of different cases. I recall a few years ago out in Europe where uh, the U.S. government wanting data to to be accessed, but uh, the data was living in a European data center. So that didn't happen. But there are situations like this where we governments want to make sure that data sitting in their certain geographies or residency are well protected. And uh, some governments even mandate the data residency requirements as an extra layer of security, especially if you're a government organization. Hence, that's why it's no surprise providers like Microsoft or Amazon or even Google have local data centers and not just local data centers. They may have data centers specific to that government. So the thinking essentially is my data stays closer to home, therefore it's safer. I have a better handle on what's going on. Is that kind of the thinking there? Pretty much. And, and it's well protected. Sure. So we see, obviously, there's the acronym we hear a lot around AFPOINT is GDPR. Um, can you tell folks about what that essentially means? And I know it's not the only regulation. There's tons of them out there. But 
is this is kind of the gold standard. What does it mean and what is it meant to do in terms of data residency? Absolutely. GDPR is a data compliance standard that established in Europe. Uh, this was one of the first sweeping standard around protecting personal information. There's a lot of guidelines and rules around it, but essentially what it says is any organization that have access or that's keeping personal data of any uh, European citizen should protect it to a certain standard. If it so happens that those information are, are breached or anything that happens to it, that organization or that government entity will be held liable and responsible for it. So they lay out guidelines on how uh, organizations are supposed to protect personal information of Europeans. So that, that's kind of the general big idea and thinking. And then there's a lot of um, considerations around. So for example, one common thing that we now see a lot is right to forget. So let's say you work for an organization and you're a European citizen and you leave your employer. You can actually ask your employer to get rid of any personal information that they have around you, not just your records. It could be emails, it could be chats, it could be documents, right? Um, so there's a lot of these guidelines. And shortly after GDPR, there's a lot of other compliance regulation that came up, CCPA out of California, very similar. Uh, we see in South America, uh, there's a lot of similar guidelines that are coming out as well. Right. So it's, it's, it's all you know still relatively new. How much are governments and businesses that need to comply with these things, um, you know, don't want to say they're scrambling, but I'm sure it's a big shift that people have to make. What are the biggest considerations and how are companies like Outpoint and other providers um, helping folks comply? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. So in terms of compliance, right, um, for example, again, GDPR, General Data Protection Regulation, is very strict. And in fact, enforcement is very strong. We've seen a lot of companies already uh, are being fined up to 20 million euros, roughly around 20 million uh, US dollars, depending on the exchange rate. But this has been happening. So it's very tough, very strict, and it's being enforced. So what needs to happen is organizations that need to comply with this not only uh, uh, need to put all these policies in place, but make sure that these policies are being enacted and they need technology for that. So for us, for example, as that point, we do have technologies and capability to help you comply with GDPR and make sure that data is protected. And if you get audited, you can prove that uh, you're complying with GDPR as well. And are there other benefits to strong data residency in terms of things like faster data processing, um, you know, without information traveling halfway across the world? Is there a speed or an efficiency factor to this? Absolutely. Since your data is being stored closer to you, there is definitely a speed, but frankly, it's not noticeable. Um, but at the same time, there is from a technical capability, uh, access capability, certainly there's more advantage to it. But again, it, it's a matter of split seconds and it's, it, it's, it's uh, unnoticeable unless you have massive data that you need to access. And uh, just lastly here, you know, are there any steps you recommend companies or governments take? I know by this point, most folks are probably on the train, but if you're a new business or you're looking to increase your compliance, um, how do you make sure data residency is done right? I'm sure it begins with a pretty deep analysis of where you work, especially if you're a company with, within multiple countries or locations. Are there any best practices to making sure um, you're doing things right? You know, it begins with data mapping, right? Just understanding what data you have and where it's located, especially now 
a lot of organizations may be global. You may have uh, colleagues and employees in different parts of the world. If it's if it's uh, spread out like that, analyze what applicable laws and regulations that you need to comply with, and what are some of the associated risks. Uh, basically, you need to proactively control your data location, calculate risk, and uh, take actions required to minimize unwanted data exposure and inappropriate access. So, long story short, be more proactive about it. Know what the policies and guidelines are, and as best you can, enable technology. To, to support those guidelines and making sure that you comply with it. One more big thing to worry about, but a very important thing, it sounds like, for businesses. So, yeah, thank you for talking us through data residency. And uh, this is good stuff. Thank you, Ducks. Thank you, Kevin. Until the next episode, we'll see you. Shift Happens Podcast. Shift Happens Podcast is a production of AppPoint, Inc., produced and edited by the AppPoint brand team. Stay up to date on the latest trends in digital workplace transformation by visiting AppPoint.com.